Welcome to Spark, Careers in Agribusiness, where we meet the most accomplished leaders in agribusiness today. Learn how each of the women and men featured has built leadership into their life's work and what advice they have for young people just beginning their careers. Your host for Spark is Sarah Stever, President at Paulson. Well, welcome everybody to this episode of Spark. And today we're going to talk to Gail Miller. And I met Gail at a Women in Ag conference. Um, and actually we've run into each other a few times. And we kind of have a little bit of a parallel path in that Gail's been at Grossman Software Solutions for about 23 years. And she worked her way up from uh, a job as a project, sorry, product manager. Uh, to the president of the company. And that's kind of been a path that I worked my way up at Paulson too. And so I think her story is going to be really inspiring. Uh, and I'm going to let her actually introduce herself and tell us a little bit more about what her role is like and uh, about Grossman. So welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Sarah. Thanks for having me. Um, as you said, I'm currently president of Grossman Software Solutions. Uh, which is a software development company uh, specializing in ag accounting. Thus, I was at the Women in Ag conference with you. Um, we offer uh, software and customized enhancements to that software to mid and large size agriculture related firms, um, supporting their operations, risk management, back office accounting functions. So we do the accounting for the operations side of things like grain elevators, terminals, and crop inputs businesses. Um, I um, manage the running of the business with my talented team. Um, it's always great to have a talented team and a very important part of being a leader. And I also function as uh, uh, the doing the job as a business analyst, a project manager, a software developer, and a myriad of other functions. Because in a small company, as you know, Sarah, uh, you have the opportunity to wear many hats. Um, makes the job very yep. interesting and challenging. Very true. That's very true. Day-to-day, uh, -day, though, I mainly focus on working with our customers to analyze business needs and determine how we may enhance our software um, to provide better solutions to them. Um, some of our major customers are Canadian grain companies, which offers different challenges than uh, those companies in the United States. Uh, those Canadian companies are seeing some real positive things right now due to our political uh, uh, climate. So it is, it is kind of an interesting contrast and, and one I certainly enjoy. Um, periodically, I work with our sales staff to, to create presentations for potential customers. So there's a challenge in getting up and speaking in front and, and presenting our product. Um, and I spend a good part of my week on the running of the company, the financials, the recruiting, the human resources, uh, what you'd expect there. So it's, it's quite an, an enjoyable blend of uh, duties. Well, I would say from my own perspective, I appreciate the fact that you a, wear so many hats and that your background really is probably what prepared you to do such a great job in the role that you're in because you got to touch a lot of things on the way up over 23 years. So yes, Very yeah. true, very true. It's a long journey. <laughs> yeah, very, for very sure. Good. So let's take a little bit of a look backwards and if you can tell our Spark podcast audience about what your early life was like and how that prepared you for the career you have. Sure. Um, I'd like to say my parents gave me such a great love of science and math um, early on. Uh, you know, it's a big part of our home life as well as our school life. And I give special thanks, though, to my mom, who is truly a role model for me. As uh, She achieved something very unusual in her day and age, and that was that she got a bachelor's in chemistry in 1950, 
uh, a, more a time when, when women didn't really go to college. Um, and uh, she had a, an early career in research. Then um, she later worked in elementary education and even went on to get her master's at age 52. Uh, she never stopped learning. Uh, and she, she traveled all over the world to seek new opportunities and new experiences. Just a go-getter of a woman. And uh, she's 91 now and just starting to slow down. So she's, she's my true great, true great role model. Um, I also have two sisters. And my parents directed us early on that college edu education was essential. Um, and, and it mattered not that we were girls. Uh, as a matter of fact, it wasn't even really discussed that we were girls. This is just the expectation that we would do well and become self-motivated -motiva and independent adults. You know, it was just something that they instilled in us just by being uh, who they were and, sh and by example of, of being people who are, who are just uh, intrigued by science and, and motivated by learning. Um, I received my bachelor's degree in math and computer science from the University of Illinois, uh, and I spent all of my career in the IT de department of just three companies. Uh, so I have longevity in, in where I was, a, a large bank, uh, IBM, and, and now GSS. You know, that's not necessarily the way people think about their careers anymore. It's a lot of, you know, two years here, three years here, uh, to really have had a career that was only across three positions is amazing. Right. Yeah, it is. It is unusual this day and age. True. So you got great support from your family, um, and that's awesome. And I, I feel like I had a parallel with that, too, because I was just expected on the farm. I work, grew up on a farm to just work alongside my brothers. It was nobody ever talked about it. It's just what were you able to do? So I appreciate your parents' approach to that. Um, yeah. And that is inspiring that your mom had a college education that early on. We kind of take it for granted now that, that women do that. In fact, more women do that than men these days. But back then, that was not the case. So that's really interesting. So is yeah. there, in looking back, kind of a pivotal event um, or a decision that you made that really changed the direction of your life? Um, you know, I, I think I, I think about that um, pivotal events. And I, yeah, you have so many things happen to you. Um, but it's probably the ones that you pursue that are truly the ones that make a difference, I think. And probably most pivotal for me was when I took a position with my current company, GSS, uh, because I viewed it, I was working for large companies, and I viewed it as, as a risk both financially and to my career. You know, I, I had to really stretch to, to make the decision and go forward with the decision. Um, the company was then owned by a man with considerable knowledge in the grain industry, and he was a really good teacher, um, and that attracted me to the company. Um, he passed away two years ago, but he left the business in the hands of uh, an advisory committee, of which I'm a member, and uh, he allowed us to continue to run the business as we were always we were always doing. Um, when I came into the company, I came in as a project manager, and and he really saw that uh, my team and me were very capable people, capable of running that business. And, you know, and he, he noted that and moved forward with us. And when he finally passed away, he left that company up to us to continue running. Um, it's, it's really a unique position. Um, we're so fortunate to have that trust that he had in us. Um, so that move back in 1996 to my current company uh, brought me to my current position as president. 
Um, and it began 23 years ago, but I have had such fun with my company. It's a fun, friendly, intense, productive environment, but uh, we have a lot of satisfied customers to show for a lot of hard work. So I'm very proud of what we've built here um, and very proud to continue be, to be a part of that. Well, and bonus is you get to work in agriculture, so you get to work with great people too. So I'm sure your clients are, are wonderful folks. Wonderful, oh. just wonderful, supportive. Uh, we work as a team again. You know, that's so key in, in having an enjoyable environment is to feel like you're part of a team. So you talk about your team being really supportive of you. Was there ever anyone else in your career or along the way that's just been super supportive of you or, or just really critical to your development? And, and I think that happened all through my career, which is kind of an interesting thing to look back and think about that because I think you have, you, I feel like I have so much more wisdom now looking back than I had when I was going through that phase, those different phases in my life. But very early on, I had, um, Manage, I, I can think of one manager in particular where I was just in my 20s, uh, you know, early in my career, who saw uh, good things in me and never failed to tell me that and to give me challenging work and, and, and support me and say, I know you can do this. This is why I'm giving it to you. So I, I think back to that person, and I'm, I'm still friends with that person. That's how, that's how effective um, she was in, in really guiding me in my early career and, and keeping in touch with me. It's really a special thing. So I think that's really an interesting thought that you just said about the idea that she presented challenges to you. So it wasn't the type of supervision that was just, oh, good job, and then walked away, but really worked to see you develop through challenges, which is you know, something we all come up against, but we don't necessarily think about it that way. Yes, it's very true, very true. And I, I think, too, is is each step of the way as you go through your journey in your career, you have those people um, that are that are life changers, really, um, events, but people as well. And, and I see that now in, in the group, my career, my group that I work with now, my team, is they're nothing but supportive. Uh, we make group decisions. We, we discuss. We, we communicate. And, and we move forward as a, as a, as a team. And, uh, and, and that, and that I, makes me feel uh, maybe less of a leader and more of a, of a joint uh, committee on success call it that but it's it's a uh, you know it's a it's a really wonderful environment um to to every to support everybody in the group yep well i think i i can see the pattern that was established so the the gentleman that founded the company must have been pretty special to set the course that way that's awesome indeed he was indeed he was so let's talk about maybe some obstacles that you may have come across in your career and and how you've overcome them Okay. Um, I think there's been a few very difficult <laughs> events in my life that have derailed me in some regards, you know, that just sideline you and just you really have to struggle with them. But probably the biggest ongoing challenge in my life has been uh, my son with autism, uh, who moves me. He moves me to constantly question whether I'm adequate and doing the best for him. Um, he's nonverbal, so he can't convey his feelings, needs, and wants like anybody else. Um, he, he does them in different ways. And I read once that someone said having a child with autism is like planning a trip to Paris and ending up in London. It isn't what you expected. You got a lot to learn, 
but you rearrange and you make the most of where you are and what you have. Um, though he can be challenging, he's just so very dear to all of us and his family, and he reminds me to slow down, be patient, be understanding, and, and really appreciate people for who they are and what they bring to the table. Oh, that's a wonderful lesson to learn from that, and I'm sure it's, you know, obviously a, a daily reminder, and that's a good reminder for all of us, really. Yes, that's indeed. So along the way, um, you know, kind of mentioned your founder, you mentioned how inspiring your mother was. Um, can you talk about a time that you may have been a mentor and what you learned from that? Um, you know, I, I think, uh, thinking back on that, I, I really truly feel you become a mentor naturally when you become a parent. <laughs> and, and I have, I, but I think I've always had those instincts to teach and encourage others to achieve. In fact, I once wanted to be a teacher. Um, mentoring is easy with children as it, it, they start out in such total awe of their parents, right? And, and they actually have to do what you tell them to do. Um, as as you move in, in besides uh, as you move forward though those children change but you continue to nurture them and and to to provide for them um, you know, advice and 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 concern along with that overriding uh, you know nurturing and and mom's always here uh, message to them um, besides my son I have two highly motivated daughters who I brag about constantly and that's a part of that support system is that I always express how proud I am in them uh, my daughter my elder daughter works in an inner city charter network of schools as director of health and fitness and so she has some really interesting perspectives on those those topics and my other daughter's in her second year of law school, so very proud of them. Uh, but I don't, I don't really think of myself as a mentor, truly. I, I, but I, I can say that I've had many opportunities in my work environments to guide, teach, and encourage others. Um, I guess you really don't have to have a formal mentoring program to be a true mentor, um, to give support and and and, uh, and and guidance to other people. Uh, I asked this question, you know, what do you think of, of me as a mentor to some of my current peer, peers in my organization? And um, one, one answered me, he said to me that, he said, you've been mentoring me all my career, <laughs> which was an interesting concept for me because <laughs> I never really even thought of mentoring him. He's always been a peer to me. So I, I think I like to set a good example to my team on how to live up to commitments, um, negotiate to mutual success where everybody wins, um, and enjoy what you do. And what I learned from being in that type of role, being feeling a leader but feeling that um, support of others, is, is to be an effective mentor and leader. You really have to earn respect and, and strive to keep it in, in the way you act, in the way you speak to others, and the way you support them. That is really true, and that that's actually just a great way to to live your life, especially when you if you look back or reflect on it like you just did and realize there are people who feel like you are a mentor without you even having that formal title or even establishing it formally. Yeah, um, both as a mother and as a as the president and working with the team you got. Yeah, so true. Yes. So Gail, what is your advice for young people just starting out in their careers? Huh, uh, well, for me, uh, be helpful. Ask questions. Um, don't make assumptions. Uh, most of all, enjoy your day at work. 
I think that's really important. Um, you're not expected to know everything when you walk in the door as a new, uh, starting in your career. Um, take advantage of that to ask questions and to learn and to tell others, I don't understand, I don't know, uh, can you help me get there? Um, and no one's job is 100% fun all of the time, but it should be most of the time. Um, if you're not excited to get up and go into work just about every day, maybe it's, a t it's time for a change. You're not in the right place. Um, we spend so many of our waking hours at work and at our job. It really should be a fun place to be. Um, and, and above all, I think, make a difference. Make someone happy that you are here. Um, I have in, I'm fortunate to have incredible customers and colleagues, and it's, it's, I love what I do, and I love the people I work with. It's, that's just a wonderful work environment, makes you happy in your job, and it, and it, it makes you successful. Well, we spend so much time with so much time at work and with our work colleagues. That is wonderful advice because it is way more time than you end up spending with your family if you're working full time. Um, yep. Waking hours, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so totally. that's, yeah, that's wonderful advice for just not just work in your career, but for life. Uh, absolutely yeah. for life. Right. You know, at the end of the day, that that does end up being pretty darn important. Yeah. Yes. Totally agree. So we'll twitch gears a little bit here, um, and I want you to kind of look outside into your sphere of influence. Um, and can you talk a little bit about what you would change if you could that might be coming in the future? Um, you know, it's probably in in my in my job role now. Um, one. I, I see this as one of our greatest challenges is is we have this great product and great people working in our environment. We have quality people, and I'm so very proud of that. Um, but one of the in the past, we haven't done a good job of telling people about it. Um, so you know part of uh, being a software development firm is you have to sell. <laughs> you have to tell people how good you are and how how you can add value to their organizations. Um, so now that I'm president, I'm trying to change that and make sure people know who we are and what we do and that we can help. Um, and it's one of the reasons I'm talking to you today is I, I like the idea that, you know, you've seen that we have, we have an interesting business. We have an interesting place for future people to work, careers, um, and, and it's of interest to, to talk about that. Um, in terms of what I want for the future, it's it's to continue to bring on great team members, new people coming out of college, um, not even college, new people coming out of high school as well. Um, and we have great customers. So I've always pursued of great customers because if you blend those together, the rest all comes easy. The, the success, the the fun, the the you know the rewarding work. Yeah, hiring the right people is absolutely critical and. I think just how you bring this all together where you're creating this wonderful work environment that I think you're going to be able to achieve that your wish for the future. <laughs> oh, so Gail, when you with the books we all hope right for our businesses when when you have stepped aside from your career uh, which will be probably quite a ways down the road but what do you hope that people will say about you that have known you and worked alongside you? Uh, you know it, it, 
this was a this question's kind of a hard question for me because I don't really like the limelight, and so you know this type of uh, talking about myself is is difficult. I'm I, I often deflect praise and try to remove move it to others because it makes me uncomfortable a bit. But I, I, my family um, is the most, and my I regard my coworkers as my family. We've been together for so long. Um, that's the most important thing in my life, and it's most important to me that they regard their mom, their mother-in-law, their coworker, their grandmother, as someone with intelligence, compassion, and great energy. I'm so honored when they say they are so proud of me as the president of my company a marathon runner at age 60, and the best grandma any kid could want. Those are the important things to me. <laughs> oh, Gail, I learned something new about you. I did not know you were a marathon runner. I, I, I totally believe, totally believe the idea about you being really smart and really compassionate and having great energy. I did not know you were running marathons, so yeah, that's something indeed. new. I have to say that uh, the, the greatest honor about that uh, most recent marathon was I crossed the finish line with both my daughters. So uh, oh, it brings a tear fun. to my eye just to think about it. <laughs> <laughs> how fun. Oh, that's great. That's a great story. And your grandma, congratulations. That's awesome, too. And Thank even you. though our, our Spark, Spark audience is really young, I have to tell you, it's one of the best things in the world to look forward to is a having I mean, your own kids and, and then hopefully someday grandkids. Yes, absolutely. It's such a joy. Such a joy. So my last question for you, Gail, um, is one that uh, a lot of people really don't have an answer for, but I'm going to ask you anyway, which is, what is a question that no one asks you, but you've got a great answer to? You know, I, I I don't know if I've, I probably have been asked the question, but the, my one of my favorite things to be asked, if if I was to be asked, how do you run a marathon? I mean, that just kind of relates to so many things. And my answer to that is to have great company with you and to take it one step at a time. And really, to me, that could apply to every challenge you face in your life. Uh, have great company with you and take it one step at a time. That's my formula for success. Well, it sounds like that's how you built that company. Yes, yes, yes. Yep. Built it together with people, absolutely. Yep. With great people and absolutely one step at a time. I can speak from personal experience that that's <laughs> that yeah. an awesome, awesome formula for just your career and for building your life and for building a company. That's great. I'm, that's a wonderful answer. I've never had that question and answer before, so, and I have been kind of curious. So I'm, I'm going to ask you a question about marathon training. Are you someone that trains um, with music or with podcasts or just silence? Or how do you train? That's such um, a big time commitment. You know, yeah, it is a big time commitment. And, and much, of, much of it I, I did alone because um, my daughters are busy with other things or um, they're – too far away, you know, for various reasons, much of that time was spent alone. And I, and I am a music, I do listen to music. That's very motivational for me. Uh, but I, in general, though, uh, I've always been a trainer most of the time with other people. And in doing that, um, I kind of had a rule that I like to live by. And that was, if I couldn't talk, I couldn't speak, I couldn't talk while I was running, then we're going too fast. Because it's about the journey. It really, it really was about the journey. Um, 
my husband was a, a was a marathon runner, and we ran many marathons together. And it was all about crossing that finish line and saying, "Did I have fun getting here?" It was hard. Yes, it was hard, but we talked the whole way. We had great conversation. We saw many sites of different cities, um, and overall, was it a good experience? all of the way and I can say yes they all were. They were very fun experiences and and uh, really very enjoyable. Well I would, would never have thought about training for a marathon as either fun or enjoyable so that's just, <laughs> just proves the caliber of person you are Gail. <laughs> no, it's my thing. Everybody has a thing right? You just have to find it. That's right. That's right. Well I just I, I feel like a lot of times we have so much media coming at us and to for me I walk in the mornings for usually about 45 minutes and that's my think time when I really ah. my I order my whole day by going through that process um, and I try to do it regardless of the weather I really try hard to do that because if I don't get that think time in the morning um, I just find that my day is a lot more jumbled and I just wondered if you know all the training time that you had how much great think time you would have uh, to solve problems and and to figure out how to run that company. So and, and that's, that's a great very, thing. very good point is, is that think time and, and the stress relief of that to say, you know, nothing's going to get in my way here of having that time because I'm here out here all myself and <laughs> I got I can have that time to process through how my day went or how my day is going to go. So that's a really good Absolutely. suggestion. Of, uh, activity. Well, I know, I don't know how you could train for a marathon without having a lot of think time because there's, they're just, you commit so many hours. That's really awesome. Yes. Really awesome. This is a big time commitment. Yeah. Well, Gail, this has been a delightful conversation. Do you have anything else you'd like to share with our Spark audience? I can't say anything else. Um, good luck to everyone. I, I you know, en enjoy your, your careers. It's a, it's a great and fascinating journey. Well, thank you for sharing your advice. Um, I think you, you got right down to the core of what makes us human, which I think is really lovely. Um, uh, making somebody happy and, and trying to create an environment around you where there can be joy. I think that's just wonderful advice. Great. Yeah, well, thank you. thank you, Gail. And that wraps up this episode of Spark. Uh, and I hope everyone will tune in again next time. That's Spark for today. Thanks for listening. And we hope you'll tune in for the next episode. To learn more about Paulson, please visit paulson.ag. That's P-A-U-L-S-E-N dot A-G.